0: yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. You're going get bored by baseball. Hey, okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. still have grown man run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saltz This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is Baseball, baseball isn't boring. Welcome
1: to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford.
0: Is there something for you that you see, you look at? whether pitchers or position players or just athletes in general, this is sort of what I'm looking for in the way their body moves.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, you know, there, there's sort of two, two schools of thought or two groups. One group is a guy that's been hurt and a guy that's never been hurt. Um, When I was a team position, I was was a team position at St. Louis blues and and I was a team position of Tampa Bay and then the Florida Panthers for years and, and, and a part owner. And, and, what we would look at is we would look at imbalances. We had the least mismaned games of any team, uh, almost uniformly as a team doctor. The reason is in the, in the off season we would look at imbalances, and you could predict a guy that had whatever weak hip flexors, weak hamstrings. You you, you would understand where the stresses are going to be dissipated, and you had an opportunity in the off season to address that. So. When you're looking at uh, an Anthony Rendon who's had every kind of soft tissue, groin strains, adductor problems, knee problems, et cetera, you have to think that there's some imbalance. And and I will sometimes bring my therapist and, and a biomechanics bio me- 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 mechanics expert and say, all right, what are we missing here? Where is the imbalance? What's likely to get hurt? You know, what? where's the weak link in the system? And I think a lot of times you can figure that out. So, you know, an oblique injury. Those are things that guys have an imbalance. And if you can address that in in the off season and almost treat them like they have the problem to avoid the problem, you're going to be very successful. A groin strain, very frequently, it's pelvic imbalance, tight hip flexors, no rotation in the back, but you got to spend the time and do it. And it takes a while. So a lot of what I do today as I take care of world-class track athletes, the greatest track athletes in the world. And we spend an unbelievable amount of time looking at video of people run, jump over hurdles, jump into sand pits, jump up in the air. And, and the, the, the biomechanics of looking at a 3D analysis of how somebody trains gives you so much information. So if you break down someone's baseball swing or how they run or how they rotate – and you look at it in slow motion, and you look, and then you examine that athlete, and you look at imbalances. You know, you can do a pretty good job saying, you know what, this is the weak link in the system. This guy is prone to tear his hamstring or pull his hamstring. This guy is possibly going to have an adductor strain. And I think you got to spend the time to do it. And when we did it with the Blues, we had very few missed man games, we had very few soft tissue injuries, and then some guys are just prone. You know, they're just, mm. you know, they just got bad. As good as some guys have a good deal, they got a bad deal. And, you know, they have imbalances that aren't corrected. No one's addressed it. And they're just destined to sign. You know, they did great. They signed huge contracts and didn't play. I don't think Rendon's played 60 games the whole time. Mm. Um, Been on the DL. And and he'll continue to be, I think, because he just has never gotten – that, hey, this is what we have to look at. This is what we have to strengthen. And this is what we have to look forward to. And if we do all these things, this is the result.
0: Doctor, the last thing is, is I was going to ask, oh, I had two questions, but I'm going to morph them together. It was the the next big thing. Like the, when we look at, when we look at, this is what the next thing we're going to do in terms of training athletes. And when I say that we're going to morph the questions together, this is a very simplistic way of, Looking at it, I, I was up doing the Red Sox radio broadcast, and we were talking about sprained ankles. And they said, um, my partner says, yeah, you know, they aren't icing sprained ankles anymore. I'm like, what? Like, what? Well, it's so like, oh, they're, yeah, they're looking at sprained ankles a different way. And this fascinates me. The fact that, 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 that something would be told all these years, all these years, they're looking at a different way. So I guess those are, those are really two questions. Have they evolved in terms of treating sprained ankles? And also, what is the next thing you see in terms of the way, the effective way that athletes can be trained, particularly baseball players?
1: So, so I think you have, to, you have to use the technology that we have. And, and the technology that I see, um, something called Dorsa-V, Um, using AI, using 3D motion analysis and trying to understand that the the exact biomechanics doesn't matter if you're running the first base, you're running 100 meters, but understanding what breaking it down into the most simplistic biomechanical motions to improve those motions. So if you want to run faster, you know, the simplistic way to run faster is be on the ground less, right? The more you're in the air, the faster you run. I mean, got to be. So, what, 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 do your, what does your body have to do, and, and how does it generate torque? And I think that's where we're going. I also think if I know someone's going to pull their hamstring or their propensities to pull their hamstring, I'm going to PRP them and give them mesenchymal stem cells in the off-season, and when the season starts, in anticipation of this so they don't pull their hamstring. Hmm. So I think the, big, the next big things are under, using AI to understand what the propensities are, right? So you take an athlete, you put in all the data, what, what is his most likely injury going to be? And where is the weak link in the system? And then let's treat, let's treat that in the beginning. So we don't have to treat that later. We don't really want to treat it a week before the Super Bowl or the week before the world series. We want to treat it in the off season. So we don't have to see it. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, and this is what I think. I think you're going to see monoclonal antibodies, and you're hearing it here first, mm. treating a lot of these. Um, I'm going to call them soft tissue injuries, and that's kind of a, a lumping kind of thing. But a lot of these injuries, using the athlete's body's response to heal the athlete's problems. So cortisone, a lot of these things, you know, they're they're out. They're they're with your snakeskin wallet or whatever, mm-hmm. but. These other things are going to be using your ability to heal and these monoclonal antibodies or these stem cells to heal things where your body's just getting an augment or a push. And I think that's where this is headed. And I think we're looking at injuries completely differently than we ever have. So I think the way to look at an injury, first of all, everyone in sports is going to get hurt. If you Mm. play NFL football, you play major league baseball, I mean, a few guys go through their career never get hurt. You talk about outliers. They're outliers. But everyone's going to get hurt at some level. So it's our job to figure out what that weakness is, you know, what's going to get hurt, number one, and number two, how can we strengthen the area that has this propensity, and that data is going to be very real to us. So you're going to hear people say, in the next couple of years, in the off season, we did all this biomechanical testing, and so-and-so has a... chance of tearing his labrum. Mm -hmm. And so this is what we're going to do. You know, I know you're going to try to knock me out in the third round. So in the third round, I'm ready for you. And so that's what, that's where I think you're going to see medicine going. But I think you're going to see a lot of uh, headway in, 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 in these biologic treatments. And I think that's, that's going to be groundbreaking. In terms of the sports fan and for the doctor or the sports doctor, probably not most doctors, but the sports doctor, it's going to be said, hey, this is something we've been working on for the last four or five years. How many guys are doing that now? Nobody. Well, we are. Uh, yeah. Probably a few guys.
0: Yeah. But you're going to see it a lot more, obviously. Like, I mean, but, but
1: it's going to become the standard, just like the internal brace. You know, when, when it first came out and we started doing them, people are like, you're doing what? I said, well, you know, to me it makes sense. And, and we use it on the MCL, the inside ligament in the knee, and we augment our ACLs with it, and we augment our rotator cuffs, because tendon strength is tendon strength. So if we can make it stronger and we can rehab it faster and there's less propensity for it to tear, you know, let's give it a ride.
0: Wow, that's, that's fascinating stuff. And should I ice my ankle or no? You should ice your ankle. Okay, there you go. I've got I <laughs> hey, Listen, doctor, I've done a lot of these. I've done a lot of these over my career. This is, might be the best one, so I appreciate well, that. Yeah, it was really fascinating, and I love I love the evolution of it. I love the insight. So, just thank you so much for for joining
1: us. And a t shirt and sweatshirt are on the way. So there you go. Well, we we love it, and you know, let's do it again. I mean, it's it's, and you know, we we can talk about injuries as they come. But I I think I think it's interesting. Fans really like like when the patients come in they'll say, hey, I know you saw so-and-so was in the paper. You know, tell me. People have just a real interest, but I think the interest really is, you know, how that can impact them, maybe their son who's a pitcher or their daughter who's a soccer player or, you know, so if, if, if Steven Strasburg has TOS, thoracic syndrome, how, how am I going to avoid my son from getting that? And so I, I, think, I think it rings true to a lot of people because, you know, it hits home in their family.
0: No, it's so true, and like I said, I, I'm covering this. You, you hear these terms, and I think the general public hears these terms. When they hear UCL, they know what UCL is now, which is you know we're, we're half a percent on the way to a medical
1: degree. There you go. All right, but thank thank you so much. My pleasure.